Hello, listener. Do you like folk tales? Have you heard the one about the Little Mermaid? You have? Hmm. How about Little Red Riding Hood? Oh, you heard that one too. Well, how about you come along to Sandman Stories Presents? On Sandman, you'll learn the stories of Sulambara and Gulambara from Georgia. You'll hear stories of Anansi and his son Kwekutsin from Ghana. You'll hear stories from Korea, Japan, Nigeria, South Africa, Louisiana, the Philippines, Bengal, and many, many more. All over a sound bed of natural noises designed to calm your busy mind after a long day. So come along for an adventure, meet new places and people, and I won't be mad if you fall asleep and need to rewind and listen again the next day. Again, that's Sandman Stories Presents, anywhere you find podcasts. Thank you, and good night. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned, there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! Well, it'll be okay. Like a vampire. Yeah, it'll be fine. Like a vampire? <laughs> you know, like them vampires. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of vampires, since it's so hot over there, mm-hmm. um, let's just go ahead and get started on Halloween. You'll take it let's, from this one, right? Let's do it. Welcome to the Rewatch Recap. I'm your host, Dustin of Dustin Can Read and Watch. And with me today is Kay from Fuck My Work Life. Hello, she hello. She is my most so-called life co-host. That's and right. we love her. Aww. She's awesome. We, lo- Sorry, we, I don't we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love yeah. you too, Justin. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I feel so touched. Okay. <laughs> Today we're covering the Halloween episode, episode nine of My So-Called Life, but Kay is going to take it over this time because I have actually kind of covered this before on Dustin Can Read and Watch, uh, where I did commentary with my friend Lauren, and we just did commentary on top of that you could play along with the episode. But this time I'm going to get Kay to recap, and I'm going to I have some more insights of things that I'd like to say too. But you know, um, before we start, I was going to ask Kay. Mm-hmm. Did you have any favorite Halloween costumes growing up? Growing up, like as a kid, not really, because it was usually just a vampire or like, I'm going to wear my pajamas and put my hair in pigtails and and be a baby, you know, like easy things like that. <laughs> but as I got older, I, I mean, I, I've always loved Halloween, but as I got older and had like my own money, and then I started getting to like making my own costumes and stuff. And like I, uh, so a couple of my favorites. Um, 
So a few years ago, Jay and I, like I was the ocean and I made this like beautiful dress by hand with like flowing blue fabrics and like sea creatures and stuff kind of glued to it. And he was Poseidon. Um, so that so he was, rules you basically. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> that <laughs> evening he did. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, not hubba like hubba. <laughs> And then, uh, our first Halloween together, we I made him be a pinata, and then I was like a little party girl with a big blow up baseball bat, and I just walk around like hitting him with it, which ah, there you everyone go. enjoyed that very much. <laughs> That'd been cute. You just do a bunch of crepe paper. Oh no, fabric! Oh, I really? oh, okay. I sewed strips of fabric to like oh. t shirts and pants. It took months. I usually like to start my costumes months beforehand. I'm like that too. Like at least I like getting the ideas together and maybe start grabbing some pieces just to kind of, you know, take mm-hmm. it easy because it, oh my God, it'll rip your wallet in half. When you're trying to make a costume like yeah. custom to make it look at least pretty decent, you know, put some effort into it and not just from like a pack and then, you know. Right. It it does. It takes a lot of money out of it, but. It does, but it's fun. Spread it out. That's why you get started early, guys. Right. That's why you get started early. <laughs> Spread it which out. is why, which is why, like some of the stuff that happens in this episode, I was like, "Come on, guys, really? Come on, <laughs> come on, come on now, come on, come on." <laughs> well, what's funny is that we're recording this episode almost two months before Halloween, mm-hmm. and it won't be airing until about two months after Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> mid mid December. So a month and a half, but still, it's kind of funny how that worked out. But so what? You get to extend your Halloween fun times with us so you know yeah find joy in that somehow anyway (laughs) it is the best it is the best uh holiday for sure oh it's one of my top 10 halloween episodes of all time of any show it's definitely it is good Mm -hmm. you know it's up there with like the roseanne episodes and you know stuff like that i always love the buffy halloween episodes oh buffy yeah buffy's got some good ones (laughs) they've got some good ones yeah so, okay, take it away, and we'll start with this Halloween episode. Okay. So, this episode is just titled Halloween. Very fitting. Uh, so, we've already kind of talked. I had a little note, like, what are your thoughts on Halloween, Dustin? But we already talked about that. So, we'll just go ahead and get into <laughs> I it. I like Halloween, okay? <laughs> I, I love, love Halloween. Well, I was going to say, my <laughs> costumes, by the way, there's mm-hmm. a lot of my costumes on my personal um, Instagram page. If you go look at them, I, I reposted a lot of them. Pictures from not not when I was younger, because I don't really have any of those pictures. But um, yeah. like a lot of the Halloween costumes I've had as you know in my 20s and up. So uh, if you want to check it out, my personal Instagram page, it's at Dustin C. Holden on Instagram. You can see my uh, costumes and whatnot. I love you. I my, one of my favorites was when I went to Spike from Buffy. So oh, nice. I did I my hair platinum blonde, out. platinum blonde that year. Put did on you a actually long, bleach it? Yeah. Oh, Bleached wow. it for three days and then went and had it dyed back. Wow. <laughs> that is commitment. <laughs> yeah, I know. My hair was so fried. It was yeah. not good for a while. But Probably best to just shave it after that and let it grow. I know, back. really. <laughs> Go now. Go. All right. So we open on this episode in the Chase's kitchen, and we get a voiceover from Angela saying, when I was little, I like worshipped Halloween. And truthfully, part of me still does, because it's your one chance all year to be someone else. 
true that. And then there's this whole, you know, like morning scene. Everybody's kind of running around and Patty asks Angela if she wants to wear her flapper dress. And Angela's like, no, I've told you 10 times. I don't, I don't want to. And then she says, she says voiceover, I want to be someone else. But to wear like an actual costume to school is too scary. <laughs> is she just worried about like the cool factor? Like she doesn't want to yeah. seem nerdy. I'm older now. It's that yeah. crap. Like, oh, I can't do that anymore. I'm of a certain age. I can't do it. No, you can do what the hell you want. I'm too cool for that. And then, you know, Danielle's kind of talking in the background as always. Mom, I can't be Catwoman. Sherry Hickey's going to be Catwoman. And she's like developed. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Did you notice too? Like, I wonder if there was a break between filming the last episode and this one because Danielle like suddenly looks much more mature. I feel like in this episode, like her hair's know. kind of like got highlights a little bit. She just looks a little bit more. It's not as mature. plain. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe it's Graham. a subtle thing that they're trying to do to kind of like make her look like she's she's got her own story going on in the background that we don't actually see. Right, <laughs> but she's right. She's becoming herself, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we only get glimpses of it from her walking in and out of the scene. Yeah, that's very true. I want I want to see that show. I want to watch a show about Danielle. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, so she's talking about being Catwoman, and Graham's like, "I thought she's going to be Madonna." And Patty's like, "She wants to be someone scary." And it's like, "Who's scarier than Madonna?" <laughs> Another truth. <laughs> and Danielle's like, Dad, Madonna's peaked. <laughs> okay, Danielle. <laughs> uh, and then the phone rings and um, we find out Patty has hired someone named Boyd to replace Graham at the print shop. And he's called to say that he's going to be late again because of a chiropractor appointment. And like, it hasn't been that long since she fired Graham, right? Like, no. We don't really know. Well, uh, let's think. How many episodes back was that? My Couple, God, that was. Right? She fired him during the. Um, My father, or something, right? Was it that one? The one where the no where, strangers uh, in the house. Yeah, yeah. She fired him because, and that was the last episode. So, man, okay. <laughs> it's so been a few been... weeks since we we talked about Nice called Life. So <laughs> it was just the last episode. Feels like forever though. Yeah, so she's already replaced him with someone who is already like establishing a pattern of not being a good employee. Uh, and then like Angela and Danielle have this like funny little sisterly back and forth. And like, Angela's like, why don't you be a pain in the butt for Halloween? Cause you are. And then she's like, I'd be you, but I can't find a mask that ugly. <laughs> she's like this totally like <laughs> sisterly thing. And Angela kind of like snorts and laughter because she thought it was funny. <laughs> and then Patty asks Danielle if she wants her to wear her flapper dress. And she's also like, um, no, mom. And then we find out that Angela is going to be sleeping over at Rayanne's that evening, which I'm actually shocked Patty agreed to. Like sleeping over yeah, at Rayanne's. Yeah, that's Rayanne's what I was thinking. Halloween. I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, not only is it a school night, but it's also Halloween. Right. Which craziness will ensue. So, like, what are you thinking, Patty? I know. It's kind of a very unpatty move. It's just like, okay. Maybe last week's, like, um, near death experience with her, you know, not her near death experience, but, you know, Camille's husband, you know, maybe that kind of made her loosen up a little bit. You yeah, know? that's true. Patty reminds Graham that they need costumes for Camille's costume party that night. That night. I'm like, yeah. come on. 
How long have you known about this party? You're thinking about this the day of? This drives me nuts. Okay, so I used to have Halloween parties all the time. And I would tell people in advance, like, hey, I'm having a Halloween party this year. And I'm, I'm talking like at least September, you know? Mm-hmm. Having a Halloween party, start thinking of the costumes. What you going to wear? What you going to wear? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, start thinking about it. And then it's like the day before. And then a lot of them just don't even wear a damn costume. And it pisses me off. And I'm like, I couldn't think of anything last minute. I said, I asked you two months ago to start <laughs> thinking about this. And I repeatedly asked you about, hey, what's your costume? What's your costume? Mm-hmm. And you still did nothing. And it just makes me so mad. Some people just don't have that that thing in them that just loves Halloween. Jay is that way. He dresses up because I <laughs> tell him what he's going to wear. Not tell him. Well, at least don't I, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not like, you know, at least one of you's in on it. Like, all right, we got to get this done. But yeah. it ugh, drives me crazy when people are like, I just didn't think about it. I'm like, I, but I kept bringing it up. Why didn't you think mm-hmm. about it when I brought it up? Wrote it down and then thought, I'm going to get this now. Get it out of the way. Then Dustin, don't have to worry anymore. You right. Know, think of me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about Dustin. <laughs> but at least, okay, so if you're going to a costume party, you're not really into like, getting into it there are halloween stores everywhere go find something cheap and stupid and at least wear that to the halloween costume party you know what i mean like don't yeah. show up in plain clothes that's boring and stupid yeah and then say try to say you're somebody else or something you know what i mean yeah. like oh I'm, I'm a celebrity blah 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 no you're not yeah no my my ex used to do that all the time oh i'm my own evil twin you're boring <laughs> <laughs> put on a costume <laughs> this was of that age, though, of that era in the 90s where Halloween was not yet about the adults because Halloween really became a big thing in the 80s, especially for that crowd. And then when we grew up, it became more about the adults and, you know, yeah. and the teenagers that were at that time. They it, it carried them into college and they started doing more college stuff with Halloween. You would see more adults having parties like in the late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. So this was before there were like party cities everywhere and you know spirit halloween stores for people to go to so they had to actually go to a costume shop which true. was probably used for more theater people purposes i'm sure that and, is true. you know but at the same time like you knew this party was coming she's your best friend like right you knew right like, why didn't you i mean i i mean she's having this party even after her husband last week nearly kicked the bucket she's still having a party <laughs> right? think about that part she's like halloween party's still on this means a lot to camille (laughs) and it sounds like it's an annual party right so i mean think about this (laughs) recovery be damned we're having this party (laughs) (laughs) i don't care if you die andy (laughs) poor andy we'll hold a seance (laughs) at the halloween party so yeah so they're talking about their costumes for that night and like it patty's like who are we gonna be and graham's like what when we grow up (laughs) (laughs) oh graham and your dad jokes (laughs) and he's like i hate halloween he's like i know you've got something you can wear that flapper dress (laughs) like from upstairs i hate that flapper dress (laughs) i hate that flapper dress (laughs) she's trying to pawn it off on her daughters everybody else (laughs) uh all right, so now we are in English class, and like someone's taunting Sharon, who's dressed up as a cat, and he's like, "Hey, rat! Hey, rat girl!" And she's all perturbed. I'm not a rat. I'm a cat. Um, and then Angela's voiceover: 
people are wearing costumes. Even teachers are wearing costumes. I should have worn a costume, but who would I be? Oh, Angela. Mm. And then Brian tries to be all cool and like leans over to her. He's like, I can't believe people are like dressed up like idiots. And she's like, you're one, you're one to talk or I wouldn't talk or something. Yeah. Because like he's over here picking up the stain that's on his shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Brian. Um, and then Miss Lerner, the teacher, saying says they're starting a new unit. It's in honor of All Saints Eve. And they're going to be reading stories about famous ghosts and spirits. And she's like, speaking of apparitions, where's Catalano? Does anybody know Jordan Catalano? Of course, this sparks, you know, Does deep thoughts in Angela. Jordan Catalano. <laughs> that question, like, got to me. I mean, I've had seven conversations with him and one really bad kiss and one amazing one. But did I, like, know him? <laughs> like, no, you don't. No, honey. <laughs> that, that, not that, even close. The fact that you're questioning it even makes right? you know. <laughs> No, you don't know him. Oh, God. Yeah, Let's so not the, forget to mention that Miss Lerner was actually dressed up as freaking um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, and she, she tells Angela, like, to... I thought this was kind of stupid. Like, why are you, like, getting another student to, like, do your work for you? But she's like, he better stop ditching class or if he's not here tomorrow, I'm going to get his butt kicked out of school. And then she goes on and she's like, there are too many good kids. I mean, I just don't have time for the bad ones. It's like, damn, lady. Like, she says that out loud to the class. That's the thing that bothers me. I'm like, no, you do. That's the people you need to reach out to the most or find a way to get to them. You know, those are the ones that need your help. The good kids don't really need your help. No, they're going to be fine. They got the support at home or they got the influence at home, you know, not why are you blaming the kid for their home life that did not teach them to do certain things or find this important, engage with them and they'll want to show up, you know? Yeah, I know. I really did not like that. No, it's fine. I was just like, oh, lady, no, like it's okay to kind of. I don't like this learner. No, she's kind of stupid. Like I get It's funny her name is learner and she doesn't teach. She'd be teacher. I'm not going to be learning anyone. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, I get like, you're probably really frustrated as a teacher. It's okay if you kind of feel that way on the inside, but don't say it out loud to the entire class. Like, damn lady. But you know, what's funny, like, I remember my teachers kind of saying crap every so often. Like, you're like, I look back and I go, that probably wasn't something they should have said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they would give like their political views and shit like that. Really? In my school. Yeah, they would say wow. stuff like. And I found out so many false facts because I live in the South and they taught us the wrong things about how mm. the Civil War played out. Oh, sure. And it's ve- it was very biased and it was very like, what? That's and, you know, and I find out later on, like, that's not what happened. <laughs> or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, and I had to be unlearned. <laughs> yeah. I had to unlearn <laughs> it. And I tell you, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I feel. I feel like a lot of, I don't think it's just in the South, I feel like a lot of the curriculum for U.S. history was skewed because I remember getting into college and I took a, because I loved U.S. history in high school, so I took a, a history class in college and the first thing the teacher said was like, forget everything you learned in high school. It was pretty much all lies. <laughs> I was just like, dang. <laughs> Oops. We'll so, see. Yeah. Or maybe maybe not full on lies, but a lot was left out too. You know, or just it leaned more to one part of the story mm-hmm. and not the other side. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's back get to, back. back to the magical happy land of Halloween. Yes. And creepy Brian, which I just realized <laughs> I spelled brain, which is funny later on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Brian is creepily watching Ryan, who's in the girl's bathroom, shaving her legs in the sink. <laughs> and a girl like walks out. She's like, that's how drains get clogged. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Rayanne just has zero fucks to give about anything. It's kind she, of amazing. <laughs> I know. She like has her, and this sink is low. It looks almost like a urinal. Like, you know what I mean? Like one of those <laughs> yeah. big trough urinals with the sink. Yeah. It's like a big, you know, and she has her leg on it. I mean, because she's a short girl, you can tell. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's like shaving her legs, like right there in full view, like even yeah. Brian saw her, was like staring at her in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it was like, what? But uh, yeah, I love when she turns around and g- goes off on the girl. She, she holds up the, the can of, of shaving cream. She goes, this is how girls get foamy. <laughs> With her vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love Rayanne for her bravery. <laughs> uh, She's brave. Okay. That's that's sure. She has no fear. Yeah, she definitely has no fear. Um, so Ricky enters in the bathroom and he's got no makeup on and he's wearing this like jersey shirt and pleated pants and this boring jacket. And Rayanne goes, "Whoa, scary costume!" <laughs> and he says he borrowed it from Brian Krakow. <laughs> And then he says, I thought this Halloween I'd be everyone else. <laughs> oh, You're beautiful the way you are, Ricky. Uh, and then Angela enters and she immediately is like, you're Brian? <laughs> <laughs> and she like sets down this kind of older looking book on the, the ledge of the window in the bathroom. And then Rayanne hands her like these clothes. And she's like, go put these on. These are real. These aren't a costume. And I think it's Ricky in the background goes, whoa, mohair or something like that. <laughs> Uh, and then she goes. She goes to try on the the clothes, and of course, uh, Rayanne's talking about like, oh, we gotta gotta find something to do. Halloween bites this year. We've got to find Tino. Tino is like Mister Halloween. Of, of course. course he is. Of course. He's a ghost. You never see he him. Is that's right. He's elusive. So meanwhile, while all this is going on, Ricky is like looking through the book that Angela brought in, and then Sharon walks in, cute rat suit. I'm a cat. And Angela comes out of the stall in the costume. And I love this. I mean, I would probably wear this just <laughs> regularly. <laughs> she looks so cute. It's like this 60s getup. She's got like a knee-length plaid skirt and a green mohair sweater with like a button up underneath it. And like the, I guess, are those horned rim glasses? Is that what you yeah, call those? Yeah, like the horned rim glasses. And meanwhile, like Ricky is looking out like the little library card on the front of the book. And he was like, Oh my gosh, Nikki Driscoll. This was his book. And everyone's just like, Oh my gosh, Nikki Driscoll, are you serious? Blah, blah, blah. And Angela's like, Who the fuck is Nikki Driscoll? And then, like, all these rumors start flying. Like, he died on Halloween. He didn't die. It's just a myth. He did so, did not. Like, everybody in the bathroom is getting in on this, like, Nikki Driscoll conversation. And, like, Angela's like, Who is Nikki Driscoll? And Sharon's like, We learned about him freshman year. And then of course, how Rayanne the hell does this, Angela not know about this? Right, that's what I was thinking too. Like that's a that's a big story and myth to not know if everyone right. around you knows. Yeah, but maybe she's just so involved in her own shit in her own head. She <laughs> just didn't yeah. pay attention. She just wasn't paying attention. Every yeah. Halloween, they talk about she it. She was just voicing over all her thoughts and not listening to anyone around. Being her. all emo <laughs> and thinking about baby Jordan Catalano. Oh, you know, geez. 
<laughs> so like one of the rumors was that him and his friends went to paint the gym black to just do it and he was up in the rafters and then a girl just happens to leave a spike heel in the middle of the floor and he falls from the rafters and the heel stabs him through the nostril and he dies <laughs> just just That's hands, yeah gross um and then the girl was like they just tell kids like they just tell kids he died so people won't climb the rafters and Sharon's like, no, our moms even knew about him. It was the Halloween right before Kennedy got shot. And then um, someone said, I heard he was trying to hang a banner for a girl to declare his love. And then, you know, all, all these stories are going around. And Angela's like, no, this can't. This is a prank. This can't really be his book. Ricky's like, but look, the name is faded. Ooh. And everyone's kind of got like their their one-off Nikki Driscoll stories like Sharon Sharon's uncle was friends with him and he said that the night that Nikki Driscoll died there was a storm and the electricity went out right at the exact time he died and then Rayanne says my mom's sister once rode on the back of his bike she was like 12 but said she was 15 and then she said those are her clothes to Angela she so was 12. Now, yeah. And Angela's going on 16. She's getting <laughs> right. close. So it's like, that's yeah. kind of, you know. So now Angela's got a girl who knew Ricky's clothes on. Ricky. Nikki's clothes on. It's hard with the Ricky and the Nikki. And then <laughs> his book. And then, of course, to lighten the moon, Angela hands some toilet paper to, or Rayanne hands some toilet paper to Angela. It's like, you want to stuff? That's how they did it back then. <laughs> Talking about stuffing her bra. <laughs> um, and then be, she says I to mean, Ricky. I'm, I feel bad, but it, it would be very obvious that Angela stuffed. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? Like, yeah. She's not so well endowed there. No, not so. like overnight. I just developed. <laughs> Get one of those like 60s, 50s, 60s, like very pointed bras that they used to wear. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. What was that about? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> teeny tiny waist and like pointed boobs like what were those robots the from austin powers the fembots <laughs> yeah the fembots yeah so where are we now okay so now ricky and angela are in the hallway and they're kind of walking in front of the trophy case while ricky is humming blue moon to himself and then ricky's mm -hmm. like oh my gosh the skirt has pockets and she pulls out a ticket from the Halloween Hop from class of 63. Bum, bum, bum. And then um, she says, that's so cool. And she's asking Ricky if he knows anything else <clears throat> about him. And he's like, who? She's like, you know, Nikki Catalano. And <laughs> Ricky looks at her like, uh, you mean Nikki Driscoll? Why? What did I say? <laughs> she's already <laughs> like in this like daze. <laughs> but she kind of stays in the whole episode, I feel like. So now Patty and Graham are at the costume shop because they got to get a costume for that freaking night. Patty is still talking about Boyd and how she needs to fire him. And then this like amazing looking shopkeeper comes out with like her dyed black curly hair. I couldn't tell if it was a wig or what. This woman looks like a cartoon. She does. <laughs> Doesn't she? She does. Just like a, yeah. you know. One well, of those, like, like they are like cartoon characters going into a shop, and she looks like she would, you know, she actually mm -hmm. kind of looks like my my history teacher who was telling oh. me lies. 
back in high school. Don't remember her name mm. now, but I mean, anybody went to high school with me knows what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, she looks a lot like her. Just not her hair wasn't as poofy, but mm-hmm. really similar. She kind of sounds like a cartoon too. She's got this like very distinctive. What is that mouth, accent like, too? It's very like yeah. this, like her yeah. her mouth is being pinched. <laughs> you know? And she even looks like she was doing that to herself, actually. True. With her mouth uh-huh. like this, and she talks with her lips all kind of puckered. Yeah. Don't say you want Power Rangers. Everybody's out of Power Rangers. <laughs> Go go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. This do, this scene does kind of remind me of the Buffy with the the Halloween Buffy with the costume. Oh yeah, shop that came into town. I was kind of like, hmm. Uh, I wonder if they got that from this because this was before that. But anyway, so they're like, no, we need costumes for us. It's not for our kids. And like Graham's like, yeah, it's for her friend's costume party. Patty's like, Camille's our friend. Come on, Graham. (laughs) Not when she's having a costume party. (laughs) Graham hates Halloween. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Just dress up. Yeah. And then Patty, being freaking clueless, looks at the the shop owner and she's like, love your costume. What costume? (laughs) (laughs) You do that voice very well. (laughs) What costume? What costume? Now it sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> Welcome um, to the shop. <laughs> yes. Welcome. This is the last shop. Um, <laughs> I, don't know I think the heat is about. going to my brain. <laughs> it probably is. Um, you should go do that. You should go do that with Jay later. Just like, is he still in bed? Well, he's not sleeping, but he's upstairs watching Formula One. Just, just climb in bed with him and just start talking like Sean Connery. <laughs> Is this structure, baby? <laughs> Do I turn you on? <laughs> That'd be so be funny. Like, what the hell? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> oh, gosh. So the shopkeeper is like, I I know what you guys need. She hands Rapunzel to Patty and a pirate to Graham. And Graham kind of laughs. And he's like, you as Rapunzel? I mean, come on. I'm like, Dude, Graham. Shut up. <laughs> I would admit, like, I would have said, oh, it's funny because she's got long hair and your hair is really short now. You right. know, that would have been something. <clears throat> but no, he didn't clarify. He just laughs at her. Yeah, just like, laughs and then stumbles. And then he's like, well, I don't see myself in tights. <laughs> um, and then the shopkeeper is like, today's Halloween. Yesterday, I could have got you Bill and Hillary. Let this be a lesson to you. Don't always leave everything to the last minute, which is actually what Patty said to Danielle at the beginning of the episode, too. Uh-huh. I mean, all of you fuckers. It's the day of Halloween. Come on. So they take those costumes, and she's like, should we try them on? She's like, look, doll, look, doll face. <laughs> I've been doing this for a lot of years. They're going to fit like a glove. Trust me. <laughs> She needed a cigarette. Yeah. She needed like something to hold and like motion with slightly. Definitely. Yeah, because she didn't really move, right? Like she just kind of like this. Her her freaking shoulders are up to her ears. (laughs) She had no neck. I know. Yeah, she definitely sounded like she's been smoking for 40 years. She could have had a cigarette. Would have made the (laughs) would have made the mood a little better. But then I would just be thinking about all the costumes smelling like cigarette smoke. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right, so we're back at the school, and Angela's walking up the stairs, and she sees Nikki Driscoll kind of leaning, right? Leaning against the window. Very similar to somebody else, I might add. Mm -hmm. 
So she's kind of like weaving through people, going up these stairs, trying to see what's going on. And as she approaches, Nikki turns into Jordan. The similarities. Hmm. And Jordan's kind of looking at her because she's got this this getup on, and she's like, "It's a costume." And like, I'm so su- I'm supposed to give you a message, and of course, Jordan's immediately like, "From Tino." <laughs> <laughs> from Tino. Why would Why would Angela have a message from Tino? <laughs> you know what? I think nobody actually really knows Tino. I don't think anybody's actually met him. I think right? it's always just word of mouth of this guy, and he's like really eager to meet him. Like he thinks he's really close to meeting him. And he's like, "From Tino." You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, because I don't – because he's never around. And no. they're always talking about how Tino this, Tino that. But I don't think anybody actually has met him. No. He never makes an appearance in the show. And, like, everyone's just talking about him and he never shows up. I know. It's very strange. And it makes me think that he's, like, a myth. Could be. He's, like, that one guy in school. Everyone knows Tino, but nobody knows Tino because he doesn't exist. <laughs> Maybe he's a ghost of the high school <laughs> along with Nikki. Man, if I figured that out and I went to that high school, I would totally be like, oh, yeah, me and Tino were hanging out last night. Right. Like, <laughs> what? You met Tino? Yeah. Yeah. You have instant cool cred. I know. Boom. <laughs> Dude, we totally went not bold. And, you know, anyway. Yeah. We totally went not bold. I don't know where that we came. <laughs> bowling, bowling bold? <laughs> yeah, me and Tino bold. We're on a league. <laughs> we got shirts made up and everything uh okay so he asked if it's from tino and she's like no miss learner and he's like who <laughs> miss learner she's been our english teacher for like a month and she's like you need to show up to class or she's gonna have you kicked out <laughs> so what's the message like jesus jordan you're <laughs> Listen. so dumb <laughs> Damn. God, you, you want to punch him in the face sometimes. Like, no shit. Listen to me. So stupid. And then he's just like, like, well, you're going to get kicked out of school. And it's like, well, not like it's doing much for me. So Angela's all like, oh, my gosh, don't you care? And he obviously doesn't care. It's too bad that substitute's still not there. He probably might care about school still. Yeah. Yeah. And then. R.I.P. Mr. Racine. Yeah. Then Rayanne shows up and she's like, I'm having a brain hemorrhage. This is such a great idea. And it's like, she's talking about something else. And Angela's just like, I can't even talk to him. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Rayanne's like, forget Catalano. We've got a great idea. We are going to basically try to contact Nikki Driscoll. This, of course, was Tino's idea. And they're going to meet at the school at nine o'clock. And then she like storms off howling like a wolf because she's crazy, Rayanne. <laughs> yeah, nine like, o'clock is a witchy number. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> it's a witchy number. Is it though? Is nine o'clock a witchy I don't, number? I don't know. All right. So like Angela is obsessed with Nikki Driscoll, this person that everyone knows but her. <clears throat> so she goes to the library to find the 1963 yearbook and she opens it to Nisky Nisky. Nikki Driscoll's picture. <laughs> Nisky. Nisky Driscoll. And her voiceover says, when someone dies young, it's like they stay that way forever, like a vampire. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they don't age anymore, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of do stay that way forever. They, that's how they are. That's well, the memory of them. They actually decompose and 
you know. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So there's just kind of like, I like how throughout this episode too, there's just these little kind of spooky, like soft music playing in the background or like wind blowing where it shouldn't be blowing. So like the wind blows through the library and kind of turns these pages of a book. And then Rayanne finds there and she's like, look, just your type. Watch out for those dead guys. They'll break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I just wanted to see what he looked like. And then she asks her if she's going to be there tonight. And then Rayanne picks up a Rolling Stone magazine with Kurt Cobain on the cover. And she's like, oh, I still can't look at him. And I looked it up. And like this episode came out in September of 1994. And Kurt Cobain died that April of 1994. So it was still really new. Yeah. I was like, oh, Kurt. I remember I was in English class. And like our English teacher told us. And we were just like, what? I don't think it registered to me because Nirvana wasn't around that long. You know what I mean? Like, and so, and I didn't really watch MTV at that time. So I was just kind of like, I didn't start watching MTV till like high school. I just didn't. And I just wasn't into it. And um, so I was like, okay. I, you know, I'm also, I had the same reaction to people. Like when people like would, you would watch like a a concert on TV and you'd see Michael Jackson performing all these kids with, oh, crying. And yeah. I'm like, why are you crying? Like, <laughs> I get it now that it was overwhelming so much so that all this emotion came out. I get it. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, what? but I just didn't get it at that time. I was like, why is everybody crying? Like, my gosh, she's not dead. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I just never got that way about um, Nirvana or, you know, Kurt Cobain. Everybody, people were going nuts over that. It was like their Elvis. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, I was I was in high school and very much into the grunge music and stuff. So it was pretty – and I think, too, I'm trying to think of – that was kind of the first time, like, someone, like an actor or musician that you liked passed away, I think, for mm-hmm. me, where I was just kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, this is a thing that happens, you know? I was going to say – April 5th, 1994 was when Courtney killed him, but I didn't. Um. (laughs) My Lord. (laughs) So Angela's looking at the picture of Nikki Driscoll and she's like, some people have to die young, like it fits them or something. And I think she's putting like a lot of emphasis on Nikki being like Jordan and then Rayanne is now singing Blue Moon. And she's like, why are you singing that song? She's like, well, because Ricky was. And then. <laughs> That's no reason to do something, Rayanne, just because yeah. your friends are doing it. <laughs> Angela is questioning their plans to contact Nikki. And she says, I have enough trouble contacting living guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says she doesn't believe in ghosts. And Rayanne's like, yeah, right. And that's why you came in here to look up his picture. And then the librarian shushes him and Rianne says, I'm leaving. Keep your shroud on. <laughs> oh, Rianne. <laughs> okay. So now we're on the steps in front of the school. And Ricky tells Rianne that he does not want to be part of their seance. Then, of course, Brian walks up and is like, um, excuse me. Can I talk to Ricky, please? <laughs> He's so awkward. Rianne's like, what am I, a receptionist? <laughs> It was, then, yeah, it was kind of funny how she said it, too. It was like, yeah. what am I, a receptionist? A receptionist? Um, I mean, come on. 
Ricky, uh, Brian would like to speak to you now. I'll have him meet you in your office. So Brian, I mean, I, I feel like it was an excuse just to kind of talk to them, but he was, he goes up, tells Ricky that he can turn, return his clothes whenever, you know, if he wants to keep them for any reason. <laughs> Brian's like, It seems like a really lame them? reason to go talk to somebody. Right. So it does seem like he just wants to know what's going on. And Oh yeah, for sure. And then they're, so they kind of ignore him and continue talking about what they need to bring to raise the dead. And like Brian's like, so like, is there something happening? He wants to know if there's a party and like trying to figure out like, oh, can I come? Am I invited? And Ricky tells him, just be glad you're not doing it. It involves a ghost. I think it's a terrible idea. And Brian asks, because you don't believe in ghosts? Ricky says, no, because I do. And then he's like, I'll return your clothes tomorrow. I'll even wash them. And then, oh, Brian, being the sweet little weirdo he is, he's like, be careful. You have to wash the pants separate. (laughs) What? Brian, like, what high school kid, like, gives a shit about how their clothes are washed? (laughs) Well, his parents are gone a lot. True. So he probably really uh, takes pride in how his clothes are done because he's the one doing them, you know? And he irons those pleats perfectly in his pants. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, because his parents are always gone. Like, where the hell are That's they? I know they're both they're both psychologists, which is just horrible. Yeah. Like, and then to raise a child. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, he's going to have some issues for sure. I mean, he already has some issues. <laughs> All right, we are back in the Chase kitchen. Graham is making a pumpkin soup. Patty is talking about firing board again. Board. Boyd again. <laughs> and then I I love this scene because Danielle comes just like slowly sauntering in. And she is dressed like Angela. She's got the wig. She's got the flannel. And then she just kind of leans up against the refrigerator and closes her eyes. <laughs> and they're like just kind of looking at her. They just well, then, they first they don't even see they see like the shoes and the and the yeah. clothing and the hair because she has her hair like temporarily dyed, and they only see that they just catch glimpses because they're walking around the kitchen, and they're like telling Angela to do things, and it's like oh, oh my god, yeah, I didn't they're even, like, yeah, they're saying honey, I need you to do this and this, and then it's telling telling her to do things that Danielle would never do, so. It's kind of funny how, and then they look up and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even get Danielle. that. I thought they were not like, I thought they thought they were talking to Danielle and didn't realize, but yeah, that makes more sense <laughs> because Patty tells her like Sharon, Sharon is coming over to pick up a chafing dish for their party or whatever. <laughs> and Danny goes, mom, Sharon Chersky and I exist in like two different worlds. Okay. I can't just hand her a dish. Okay. I mean, it's not that simple, <laughs> like doing like the perfect. <laughs> and Angela. then she leans back yeah. and closes her eyes like, oh, the world hurts. me. It hurts to look at things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when Patty and Graham kind of stare at her in horror. And then she's like, I'm doing Angela. Pretty good, huh? And Patty thought, Patty's like, oh, God, I thought it was starting all over again. And Graham's just kind of like very convincing, Danielle. <laughs> Patty's like, my God, that was really scary. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. They're kind of horrified. They're like, oh, God, two of these in our house. Danielle's a comic genius. Like, I think she should have grown up to be like a comedy writer or something. Mm -hmm. She's she's freaking great. So now (laughs) 
Patty and Graham are in their bedroom putting on their Halloween costumes. I feel like every scene with Patty and Graham this episode, they're talking about fucking Boyd and how he needs to be fired. And then one of them, I think it's Graham, that's like, well, maybe his his kids might need braces and blah, 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 blah. But there's this kind of like mythical flute playing in the background, this music. Yeah, kind of Celtic. Well, it's kind of like, um, what's Enigma? Yeah, a little bit. A little enigma, or what was that? Uh, oh my god, do you remember those? Okay, okay, back in the '90s, especially the '90s and the 2000s, and they came out with the like, CDs, and they would do the CD commercials. The pure about, mood you know, they CD. were like kind of almost like what now. That's what I call music was, but it's like mm-hmm. you had pure moods, pure mm-hmm. moods. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I bought pure that moods. damn thing, dude. I still have that. <laughs> you still have? You got pure moods too? It was the best. It really was. I need to put that on because it's good to like take a bath too. But yeah, um good music. Sometimes if oh, I can't sleep, I'll put that on. <laughs> I need to do that. That's great. Pure moods. I used to go pew moods. I guess I couldn't say it right. Pew moods. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, but that's the kind of music it reminds me of. Yeah. Definitely. Just kind of like yeah, like it's I supposed don't know. to kind of sound like um in a way it gives me this vibe of like magical. Subtle, mm-hmm. magical, but also mischievous. Right. You know? Yeah. Because they're talking and they're still talking about Boyd, but there's some kind of underlying feeling you can see them having as they're putting on yeah. these costumes. Yeah. Like as more of the costumes go on, they're just kind of like them looking at each other kind of coyly, like as they kind of become more and more whatever they're, they're co- Rapunzel and a pirate. Yeah, it's really it's kind of a funny scene. I really liked it. And one thing I noticed, uh, I kind of I thought about last time I watched it, and then I when I was I was oh oh I need to look at Graham's face because later on you see he's got stubble mm. growing in, and earlier that night he had just shaved, and so it was like clean. And it's only been it doesn't grow that fast, guys. It's no. not like damn you know chia pets or not chia pets. Uh, or Play-Doh where you crank it and the hair just grows. Yeah. It's not like that, okay? Some of us have thicker hair than others, but it's still not going to be like that. And right. he doesn't have a lot of facial hair. So when it was growing back, it's kind of noticeable. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't catch that. It's a good catch. So this is going on, and then Sharon rings the doorbell. And Danielle answers it. <laughs> Poor Sharon. She's like, what are you, a mouse or something? <laughs> and she's just like, yeah. I'm a mouse. She's like, oh, my God, you're Angela. <laughs> Danielle says, I can't talk about it, okay? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> twists her arms up. <laughs> and Sharon's like, oh, yeah, but only Angela would stand, like, more like this and kind of fixes her arms. Before she's hugging herself, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Danielle's like, yeah, like, the shirt's her only friend or something. <laughs> I like how the show is basically calling out their main protagonist. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. <laughs> you know? And making fun of her. Poking fun at her the whole time. So Sharon's talking to her and she asks her if she's going trick-or-treating. And Danielle tells her about like this haunted house over on this one street. And then there's another house that's giving out really good candy. She asks what Sharon's doing. She's like, I'm going out with my boyfriend. And Danielle walks out the door and Sharon's just kind of standing there like thinking for a second. And then you can tell she's like, fuck Kyle. She runs after Danielle because she wants to go trick-or-treating. I want candy, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so now we are in front of the school, and there's a 
big spider web with the spider kind of building it. It looks all creepy. And Rayanne is on the steps of the school drinking from her flask. And she's kind of quietly calling for Angela. <laughs> like it was, she's like, Angela. 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 <laughs> and she turns around and there's fucking Brian just standing there like a creep right behind her. <laughs> and a she damn has mushroom hair of his. Oh, God. He has zero clue like he's got no social skills whatsoever have you seen him lately in his 40s well i was looking up the imdb for this episode and i just saw like the little thumbnail of his picture and the little thumbnail is like oh he looks pretty good but i didn't click on it to like yeah he's really investigate further i saw him like he was on last season's uh an episode of 911 and it was kind of like a speed type episode where this guy had like put a bomb under the driver's seat and uh, he couldn't go down below that certain time. So they had to get, get oh, all these geez. people out of this, the family car because the kids were in the back and the wife was next to him. Oh and gosh. they had to get him out and without the car exploding on him. Was he the he driver? Like, yeah, he was the driver. But oh, okay. Somebody had planted a bomb under the seat. Oh, my God. And called them and was like, yeah, I hate your family and stuff. And <laughs> and yeah, you, you pissed me off. I'm, basically, it was one of their neighbors who was like trying to kill them. Jesus. Yeah. That show's crazy. I watched I it for a while, and then I was just like, "This is getting a little out, a little out of hand." <laughs> like some <laughs> scenarios and stuff. Um, where was I? Are you still there? Or did you freeze? I'm here. I just kind of okay. went. <laughs> I just kind of like stuck in one <laughs> okay. position. It did look like I froze. I know. Damn. Uh, so Brian's standing there, and she's like, "Why are you here?" And he's like, "Public pro- public property." And then, um. Then he says, like, he locked himself out of his house because he left his keys in Ricky's pants. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it's like, like, stop being so pathetically obvious, Brian. Like, also, why does he want to insert himself in these situations when he knows, like, nobody really wants him there? It's so, it's weird to me. Because it's, that's because, that's why he doesn't get invited to do anything. Oh and I would he knows not Angela. Yeah. So it's like. The one person he knows, and he's like, and plus he always wants to be close to Angela, but yeah, and him you know, and Ricky have kind of bonded a little bit, you know. Yeah, but the he's fact like, he, he says, borrowed I left my, my keys in his pants, and I'm like, wouldn't that have been made clear earlier in the day? As Ricky right. was wearing, oh, I have your keys here. I, yeah, you, saw, you know, like <laughs> he just never put his hands in the pockets of the pants he's all day and liar. discovered keys. He is. Brian Krakow's a really bad liar. <laughs> he's a horrible liar. Poor little Brian. So, yeah. And then Angela walks up. She's like, you're here? Like, nobody wants him there. (laughs) Poor dude. We get a quick scene with Sharon and Danielle trick-or-treating. And they're sharing, like, how heavy each other's bags are full of candy. And then Sharon's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I can't believe I almost missed this. And she says, promise me you won't let boys drain all the fun out of your life. Sounds like a good relationship, Sharon. Yeah, sounds like you're in a really good, really stable yeah. fit right there with you and Kyle. Good place there. And Daniel says, I promise. I wish you were my sister. And Sharon's like, Danielle. She's like, I oh, hate her. No. I do. And Sharon's like, okay, you hate her. So why do you want to be her if you hate her so much? Why is mm. Sharon? Back at the school, Rayanne is draining her flask. Tino, of course, is a no-show. And then 
Brian's like, well, it's Halloween. We should break into the school and write Nikki Driscoll was here on the gym floor in red lipstick. And Ricky's like, no, no, I don't like this at all. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, we'll be legendary. They won't forget us. We'll be like Nikki. And Ricky's like, excuse me, Nikki got killed. And everyone's trying to like convince Ryan to not do this. Um, But then she's like jokingly, she's like, Brian probably knows some like chess club way on how to break into the school. And he kind of looks at her, kind of looks away like, oh, maybe she's like, you do know a way. Showing up now, huh, Brian? Yeah. (laughs) And Ricky's just like, nope, I'm out of here. And he leaves. So they they're entering like I couldn't tell if it was some sort of weird grate or door or some weird thing like, like a, into like a storage a vent, room like the system like the uh ac vent or whatever the hell that is it's a huge ass vent but still yeah because they were like standing up upright weren't they like walking through there were they crouched a little bit no they were crouched they were okay yeah they were coming out of it okay so they're in this like kind of av storage room which i guess kind of makes sense because i was like why would brian know about this but then if it's where they store all the the AV club stuff, then I get like why he would know that. Brian asks Angela why she's doing this. It could screw up her life. And she says, at least, at least I know I'm alive. So she's scared, but she's just looking for some adventure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so they're kind of coming out of that, that storage room onto the stairway. And Angela looks up and like through the the door, she sees like the shadow of Nikki kind of walk by and so she gets in her little daze again and she's like slowly walking up the stairs and passes Rayanne who has got her fishnets that she's just like hiking up with her leg up on the on the railing and of course of course everything Brian happens just, in slow motion too like he yeah. walks by in slow motion mm-hmm. Brian's looking over here at her legs like pulling up the you know whatever she's doing I don't know what yeah. she's doing she's just rubbing she's her just legs like straightening her fishnets those things get bunched I know, but at the same time, I think she's kind of doing it because she's trying to catch Brian's eye. She secretly likes the attention, even though she doesn't really like him. She loves the attention. So as he's kind of staring at her, he lets the door that they came through close and it locks behind them. So now they're locked in the school. Rand starts kind of freaking out and he's, you know, thinking like, I can can probably shut off the security system. Like, what high school kid in the 90s knew how to do shit like that? I'm like, how would well, you? No. But he's the loner type. You know what I mean? So maybe he does know, like. He's probably you know, been entrusted with, like, the codes to come in after hours and work on yearbook shit or something, you know, because he's yeah, so reliable. Exactly. Like, lay out, because he takes the photographs for the yearbook. So yeah. probably help lay out that stuff. Or he's been with the teacher as they've shut down the, and he just kind of memorized the yeah. code, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they go off um, to look for that, and Angela's kind of still in her days at the top of the stairs, and they yell at her to meet her in the gym later. So Rayanne and Brian are in the basement, kind of looking at, it looks like a, a weird like server, switchboard type thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what that was. I, I don't know. Yeah. I was expecting like a computer, but I guess... <laughs> Maybe Let's it's just a big computer. Lights. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's kind of looking at that when all the lights go out. And then we cut back to Angela walking down the hallway. And then 
I really liked this this creepy scene because there's like one of those like science skeleton things and you kind of just see the shadow of it against the wall and she's yeah. walking and then she runs into the actual <laughs> skeleton. Uh, That's always been a good creepy shot. Mm-hmm. And she continues walking down the hall. It's kind of like all slow and spooky. She's taking these really slow, deliberate steps. And you can kind of hear like a hint of that blue moon playing in the background. And she opens the gym door and two girls kind of come in behind her. And they're dressed like she is in this kind of like preppy 60s look. And they're talking about like loaning records and how someone, one of them got scratched. And then she asks, one of them asks the other one if Nikki ever showed up. and they kind of walk out and I looked it up. Uh, Ruthie, the dark haired girl was played by Lindsay Sloan who went yeah. on to be big red and bring it on and tons of yeah. other things. <laughs> she was in Sabrina, the teenage witch and that 70s show. So oh, yeah, she's right. most notably yeah. known for mm-hmm. big red. I yep. thought that was really cool, but you know what? I think that Angela can see them. She's in Ruthie's clothes. Those uh... are the, that's the exact same outfit, except Angela was old. So it's all fuzzy. Ah, you know, and like, and kind of, you know, but she's wearing the exact same outfit, the same skirt, yeah. the same, you know, top and the, and the button up blouse. So I think she's in Ruthie's clothes. That's why she's able to see this stuff. So is Ruthie Rayanne's aunt? Or right? wasn't, wasn't it her aunt's clothes? Or her, her cousin? Her cousin? Or whatever. Something. I don't remember. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking that's who that was. So she's like, she's walking into the gym and there's like black and orange balloons and streamers everywhere. And then there's a big banner that says class of 63. So she's obviously hallucinating. Been transported through time. time, <laughs> yeah. time, time. <laughs> so now Ricky's kind of walking past the, the football field track and there's a bunch of guys on like motorcycles, like revving, revving up and, he kind of runs under the bleachers to get away from him and runs right into Jordan Catalano, who's smoking under there. And then Jordan's being all melodramatic. And he's like, you know, we do the same thing every year, tear up the track, throw around some garbage cans. And, you know, like it's getting really old. But the FOMO okay. is strong in Jordan. <laughs> That's true. But at the same time, if they do the same thing every year. Don't you think the school would wise up and have right? the place guarded? Right. Instead of having to clean up the track every year just because, oh, some kids got wild. This is kids. No. Yeah. You prevent yeah, there's it. Like, there's nobody around this high school. You'd think on a Halloween night there'd be some sort of like rent-a-cops Rubbed or up. Well, at least something. police would be patrolling the neighborhoods around the right. high school. You know what I mean? Like to kind of catch what's yeah. going on. But but maybe they have know. bigger bigger things to handle than like trash cans being turned over and yeah but that's destruction of public property with them like probably leaving tire tracks all over the track you know very true freaking teenagers (laughs) f them kids yeah but jordan's kind of over it but he's like you know you come because you think you know maybe something cool happened because what if something did happen and you missed it it's like so (laughs) like what cool could possibly happen and that's kind of telling because he's saying this to Ricky who left. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's missing out on what's happening right yeah. now. But I think Ricky knows he made a good choice. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I like We're how, back. though, I will say that um, Jordan Catalano is an ally 
because he know he just knows it's not been said, but he knows that Ricky's gay and he's okay with it. You can tell yeah. he doesn't yeah. care because he's talked to him before in the hall. And when Ricky was kind of, remember, he was kind of shuddering back from him, talking yeah. to him a little bit. And um, so he's like, you you know, you might want to leave, though, because these guys are pretty ripped and they're a little crazy. Like, he's, yeah. he knows. I think he's trying to, like, little gay boy, get, get away. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I like that. I was like, oh, Jordan's an ally. That's nice. I know. He's got some some redeeming qualities. Okay, so we're back at the gym, and Johnny Angel is playing, which I love that song. Sweet song. So Ruthie and Connie, and I could not, I looked in a lot of places, I could not find out who played Connie. She looks familiar. It wasn't on IMDb. I looked at, like, wiki, whatever, fan, whatever. Because she huh. looks familiar. She looks like someone that was in other stuff. And she had lines. Like, it was weird. Well, sometimes extras get lines. Yeah. So they maybe had to fill that spot. Maybe they got they didn't fill the role or the girl couldn't come and it was last minute and they just got an extra to do it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of a lot of bigger, a lot of bigger actors, a lot of bigger, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of bigger actors started off as extras anyway. So. Yeah. So Ruthie and Connie are having a conversation. Um, they're decorating the gym and Connie has this rose and she, Ruthie asks her if Nikki gave that to her. And she said, yeah, probably stole it off of someone's grave. I mean, these creeps always hang out or him and his creep friends went to hang out in the cemetery. And Ruthie's like, so what? He really likes you. She's like, I don't care if he does. He's a loser, Ruthie. Nikki Driscoll is going nowhere and I'm not going there with him. Bitch. Uh, yeah. And then she, she Ruthie's like, are they even referring to her breasts? And she's like, left one needs more and hands her some <laughs> tissue paper to stuff her bra. Like, um, I mean, when when you get felt up, don't they know? Right. They're <laughs> like, like, this feels why weird. Does this like, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> yeah. My boobs are made of paper. <laughs> mm, it's so soft. You could blow your nose in them. Um. Ooh. Ooh, that would suck. <laughs> Dude's motorboat and he sneezes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared for this. Uh, at some point in this, um, Connie drops the rose. And so as they're walking out, Angela picks it up. And then out in the hallway, she hears someone say, come on, Nikki. And then she runs to the hall where she sees Nikki leaning against the lockers. <gasps> Kind of like someone we all sweet someone else we know. Those boys, they love to lean. Back at the Chase house. This is another great Patty and Graham scene. Like I really love them in this episode. It's just crazy. So they they get to be a little more comical. Yeah, it's totally comical in their costumes, and they're kind of handing out candy to the trick or treaters. But in between, like the trick or treaters, they close the door and like it's like dramatic like classical music plays as they're like looking at each other and like basically trying to have a quickie in between trick-or-treater doorbell rings i'm like don't you have a party to go to like, right? turn off no one's home turn your no one else is home you have a party to go to turn off the porch lights <laughs> right you know uh so there's like a couple times where that happens and then finally graham just takes the entire bowl and hands it to the kids and then 
closes the door and he like tackles Patty and like she's just like you just see her legs and they're just doing these like weird things. I'm like, are they really making out or is she just like paddling her legs? Well, she even says leave the tights on just yeah. a little bit longer. And I'm Please. like, what? She must like yeah. the way they feel. They did. You can't when you see him put them on. You're like, you can see his butt a little bit. And you're like, oh yeah, that's yeah. There was like that scene where he's pulling up and he like kind of snaps it around his waist. I was like, okay, Graham. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Um. Okay. So yeah. So they they're getting a little hanky panky on. And now we are what is in that, the is that something. What is it called? Something of the Valkyries or whatever the music. What is it called? I I don't know. Didn't they call something the Valkyries? Right. Maybe Flight of the Valkyries or something like that. I'm at the. That's gonna bother yeah, me. Because there was a few different. That wasn't there. Like. Like was it Nutcracker? There was a few different like yeah, there was. songs playing. <laughs> that was so weird. Yeah, it was a fun little scene though. I liked it. Are you looking it up? Yes, I am. Go ahead though. Okay, so we are back in the basement, and Rayanne is kind of yelling at Brian for getting them locked in because he was looking at her kind of making fun of him staring. And so he just gets up to leave and she's like, Brian, Brian, don't go. I'm scared. I'm scared of the dark. Okay. Have fun telling all your little friends. And I want to be oh like, he doesn't, he doesn't have any little friends. Ryan. Um, and then, you know, she's going to burn in hell for this whole thing. Oh my God. I know. Like Brian, I think this is stemming from his psychologist parents. We're like, is there a reason why? And then she gets like, Shh. She's a good little actress, this Rayanne. Because when I was a kid, my dad would come home, wigged out of his mind, and he'd lock me in the basement. I'd sleep at the foot of the stairs because if I pressed my face against the floor, I could see the light that we left on in the hallway. But if I turned around, it would be so dark. She like leans into Brian, kind of pretending to sob, and he puts his arm around her, trying to be all comforting, and she just starts laughing. She's like, you bought that <laughs> oh she's such a bitch like she's but it does, it, she, the fact that she thinks it up so fast yeah and so convincingly is like are is she lying right that's true what yeah. if she's pretending that she was lying next so she can like kind of laugh it off true like she's like oh, know a real brian. human moment uh, i gotta kill this yeah and brian's like you're sick She's like, well, you expected a big explanation. I don't know. I'm just scared of the dark. But then she was like, my dad never even came home. So that had nothing to do with it. So I get a little uh, little insight mm. there. And then she starts talking to him about, she's like, I saw you watching me today, shaving my legs. And he's like, well, I'm a photographer. Like, I'm trained to notice stuff. <laughs> she's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, well, being noticed is my hobby. <laughs> so yeah, she's she definitely plays it up right, for that attention. But then she's like, just don't leave me alone here, okay? So she's definitely oh. actually scared of the dark. Now we're back in the hallway, and Angela's kind of watching Nikki and his friend Billy talk about they have this, like, big stuffed effigy of their principal, and they want, they want to hang it from the, the gym because he's trying to kick him out of school, and they got to do this, man. I said, yeah, at least this is going to make him, you know, respect us now. We're totally going to get back <laughs> in school now. Yeah, like, how does that sure. help the situation? <laughs> yeah. But like Nikki kind of like, okay, I guess I have to do this because he's my friend, man. They're kind of cutting back and forth a lot from like basement to what Angela's going through. So 
<laughs> this was funny. They're back in the basement and Brian is on a phone calling his parents. Like, are there normally just phones in basements? <laughs> that was kind of weird. I know. It's just, well, I mean, I guess if people like are the working janitor, down there, and they need, yeah. yeah, maybe maintenance people and like, hey, I need to call up here. Hey, by the way, this isn't working. Or can you try yeah. this like, switch or whatever? I guess that's the only thing I can think of. But I'm like, walkie talkies, guys. Right. They did exist then. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's on the oh, phone with his Oh, but you don't know how parents. old the school is, though, either. Before walkie talkies were readily accessible to the public. Mm, like the, it's also know? Pittsburgh, so like big, thick brick walls and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I liked this thing, this scene too, because like Brian's on the phone with his parents, like trying to come up with an excuse as to why he's not going to be home. And Rayanne is just like feeding him. Like she's got, she's ready with the excuses. Like he's sick. His grandma's home. She's asleep. Don't want to wake her up. And he's just, first of all, like how could his parents not hear her in the background? (laughs) But I just thought it was, it's kind of a cute little moment between them. And then she goes, you wake the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she yells it too much. Oh, it's the grandma. In the school hallway, Blue Moon is playing while Angela walks up to Nikki. He's like, I like this song. She says, I know. Then he asks Angela where she got the flower she's holding. And he says he knows that, you know, Connie dropped it and that she's out of his league. And then he says he has to go do something. And Angela tries to stop him. She's like, no, you're going to get hurt. And he repeats her line that she said earlier, at least I know I'm alive. And then she's like, you're not, you're not alive. You threw your life away for no reason. And he's just kind of like, see ya, as he walks into the gym and she chases after him. And she's like, no, wait, Nikki, wait. And she lunges (laughs) for the gym door, it closes, and she's like trying to open it up, but it's locked. And she kind of turns around and she picks up the flower again. It's all very dramatic. You did a great telling of that, by the way. It was great. If, if audience, if you could have seen her, she was really kind of into it with her facial expression. No, don't. It was great. Yeah. It, it kind of rivaled Claire Danes in that moment a little bit. <laughs> oh, <but>. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we are back at the Chase house in Angela's bedroom and Danielle is putting Angela's clothes back and Patty comes in, tells her not to eat any more candy. And she's like, I bet you're glad to be yourself again, huh? Better get out of your sister's room. And Danielle kind of lingers there. And she's like touching all the things on Angela's vanity, like her perfumes and her bottles of stuff. And then she like leaves her a sucker on her desk. I know. I thought that was really sweet. It was really sweet. She left her some candy. Yeah. No. Can you hear the wind? Is that picking up on my mind? Yeah, I hear it. Is those wind chimes? Yeah, it's wind chimes and the wind is like blowing. It's like, ooh, this is like perfect for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Halloween. Maybe we'll be getting a storm soon. Maybe it'll cool Uh, it down. I hope so. That'd be great. So it's the next morning. We're back in the school basement and Rayanne and Brian are kind of like sleeping, leaning against each other as they wake up. She looks at him and goes, ah! Brian looks at her and goes, ah! And then they both look up and like the janitor's like right in their face and they're both like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. And they run up to Angela, who's just asleep in front of the gym door. Just uh, on the floor in the middle yeah. of the hallway. <laughs> like, sleep. Could you imagine? Because you know those janitors had to see her first. Right? You're sweeping She's around her. <laughs> they don't go straight to the basement. You know? <laughs> well, I maybe mean, they oh, had to go to the basement to get like their mop bucket. 
Yeah, maybe there is a back entrance from the basement they probably go in through. Oh, that's, that's true. They, that's true. But well, still, like. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have to walk down into the ba- They don't go through the AV vent to get into the basement. This <laughs> like, is this how, is we how I get to work. We're like mole people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're trying, they're trying to wake Angela up, and she's like, she wakes up and goes, Nikki? <laughs> like, Very funny. <laughs> Angela says she sleeps like a stoner that she knew who was like dead. We had to check his breath with a mirror. And that <laughs> I thought this was neat. Did Sorry, you notice, like, I think I've mentioned this in my other commentary, but always like this. She kind of lifts her head up and Rayanne's hair falls perfectly over so you could see Angela's eyes and everything. Like, that she wouldn't normally have her oh. hair would have been in her face, but right. the, the glasses help separate so you see her eyes. And it's, oh. I don't know. It's, the shot was kind of interesting to me. I feel like there's a lot of like cool shots in this episode. Um, so yeah, so they said they're trying to wake up for five minutes. Like, did somebody roofie her last night? Like five minutes? It's that she- ghost, you know, ghost experience. Mm, I guess it drains you. True. Took all her life force from her. <laughs> to make to power that whole memory sequence, yeah. yeah. And then they're they're trying to get out of there before school starts. And <laughs> I guess George is the janitor and She's like, George is my man. He won't tell because there's nothing to tell. We were never here. Right, George? And they run out of there. And now we're back in Patty and Graham's bedroom. And Patty's on the phone with Camille, like apologizing for not showing up to the costume party. And they're like, oh, just something suddenly came over us. Anyway, I'm sorry we didn't make it. And Graham's like, I wouldn't say we didn't make it. <laughs> but <Ba-doom. laughs> And then she's like, no, we had costumes. That's not why we were going to be Bill and Hillary. Uh, Graham's like, why did you tell him we were going to be the Clinton? She's like, I don't know. It just seemed easier. She's like, what's the deal with Rapunzel anyway? Is she a princess? Is she under a spell? I mean, all anyone ever remembers is that she had this really long hair and she was locked up in some kind of prison, Graham says. And then she's like packing up the costume. She's like, oh, this bodice is ripped. Oh, yeah. Cause I forgot about that. He like rips the bodice off of her after he throws the bowl of candy at the kids. And how does she not know the story of Rapunzel? I don't know. Was she under a spell? Like, well, no. She was in a, mm-hmm. a prison locked up in a tower. Yeah. Which I don't know why. It still was doesn't Rapunzel? make sense. I'm, I might be getting my, my fairy tales confused, but is that the one where like she had to spin gold? No, that's that's um, Rumpelstiltskin. That's right. Rumpelstiltskin. She had to spin Same. gold. She had to spin gold and Rumpelstiltskin made it happen as long as she far, uh, promised her firstborn child. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's dark, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're talking about the rip to bodice, and then Graham asks, like, do you want me to fire this guy for you? And she's like, part of me wants to. And he's like, part of me wants you to want me to. Aw. And then on cue, the phone rings, and it's Boyd. And then Patty finally fucking fires him. And as she's going through that, like, Graham just kind of walks out of the room, probably feeling a little not needed. And then in the school hallway, like, Brian is just, like, his face is just so lit up. And he's, like, like, Ricky hands his clothes back to him. He's, like, I washed them cold. And Ricky's, like, you would not believe. Oh, my gosh. You would not believe what happened last night. And Ricky's, like, yeah, Ryan told me. Like, I guess I should have stayed, right? And she's, like, what did she say happened? He's, like, she said nothing happened. It was a total waste of time. (laughs) Brian's face is just kind of, like, yeah, I guess it was. (laughs) Like, he thought they had this, like bonding connection moment. at some point yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then ryan like kind of walks by him completely ignoring him 
Dude, poor Brian. No wonder he's got issues. Uh, no, his parents don't want to be around him. Nobody else wants to be around him. Well, I mean, he's kind of a tool. He is a he, tool. He could do himself some, some favors and just chill. I think it'd be fine. All right. Back get in the costume shop. What? Get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut that hair, bro. Uh, back in the costume shop, Patty is returning the costume and she is like, there was a slight accident, shopkeeper. Bodice got ripped. She's like, yeah, uh, yeah. how did you know that? She's like, happens every time. <laughs> uh, Patty offers to pay for the damage and the lady's like, no, it's fine. And then Patty kind of considers keeping the costumes, you know, maybe spice up their love life a little bit. And then she's like, no, that's stupid. She's not going to do it. And she's like canning it over. And the the handkerchief from the costume kind of falls on the ground. Why does she need a handkerchief? Is it to like wave at the young man out the tower window? I guess. Can't he just see her hair? Right. (laughs) I mean. Right. Good point. She ties it to the end of her braid, flings it out. Um, so she kind of like Patty, like kind of leans down and snatches up the handkerchief, but the shop lady like totally sees that happen. And she's like, well, I will have to charge you. Cause she's like, oh, I lost the handkerchief. She's like, well, I will have to charge you for that. And like Patty's like shoving it up her sleeve. She's like, of course, like just a little memento of their, that their woman totally night. saw it too. She knows oh, she yeah. has it. Yeah. She did this on purpose. She knew they needed a little, a little something, something. Okay, so back in the school hallway and Angela runs into Jordan, who's just standing there. And she's like, you're not going to class? He's like, why why do you care? She's like, you're going to get expelled. He's like, you know, they're kind of having this conversation. Doesn't matter. She's looking to throw me out. She's been waiting for this. She thinks I'm a loser. And Angela's like, you're crazy to let her tell you what you are. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're too deep for me. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, mind your biz. (laughs) She doesn't know you. She doesn't know who you are. You can't let her decide what you do. And he's like, hey, I decide what I do. Maybe maybe I want to get kicked out of school. And Angela's like, maybe you do. It doesn't mean people can't try and stop you and tell you. I know you think, how could someone like me understand? Only I do. Do you, though? Because I met a ghost last night. He was a lot like you. And he made stupid decisions that ruined his or took his life, actually. And he's dead now. I wish Um, you would have said something like that. I met a ghost last night, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All serious. The ghost told me. Or something. um, Or something (laughs) like. (laughs) So we're in the English class and Miss Lerner is trying to get everybody's attention because they're all hopped up on candy and stuff and she's like we're gonna get into mr dickens world of dark factories gray skies and lost souls and on that cue jordan walks in she's like oh mr catalano nice to see you are you just visiting or are you going to stay with us for a while and then she kind of goes back into that and angela kind of kind of smiles as she opens up her book and inside her book is a pressed rose <gasps> and that's the end a little gift from nikki driscoll that's right. Dun, dun, dun. So that was a Thank fun episode. You, Jay. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, and, and like we we're saying that we're a little bit ahead of Halloween now, but it kind of puts you in the spirit a little bit, you know, kind of mm-hmm. gets you ready. Um, Definitely. I went to the spirit Halloween store the other, like yesterday, actually, and Ooh, got some, some, some stuff, a little couple decor, nice. some bones and whatnot. <laughs> But uh, I haven't even started my costume this year, so I don't. I'm kind of torn on what I'm going to be. 
Mm. But I don't know. Or if I'm going to do anything at all. I don't know. We'll see. I've decided. I've decided for us. And I've kind of started piecing things together, but I haven't gotten into like the the real meat of it yet. But Well, since this is airing after Halloween, what is your costume? (laughs) So we are going to be, I'm going to be like a creepy gothic clown and Jay's going to be like a creepy gothic ringmaster. Ooh. So kind of circus, like weird, creepy circus people. Okay. And you're going to be all gray and dark and black yeah. and whatnot. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Mostly I just try to find things where I can do cool makeup and like, <laughs> like the outfit's kind of secondary, but if I can do fun, cool makeup, like that usually makes my night. And something easy for Jay, because like he he will do it. He'll get into it, but it's like if it's too much clothing or too much, he's just like no. I'm like halfway through the night because we usually go to a yeah. Because uh, you're drinking, party. your body heat starts to rise because you're burning <laughs> it off, and so it's like uh, you can't be wearing this shit. You know, yeah. I, I totally get it. I totally get yep. it. <laughs> um, you should check out my ringmaster costume because I, uh, <gasps> which is also on my personal Instagram okay. at Dustin C Holden, and. Uh, I went as uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Uh, Brandon Yuri, Brandon Yuri from um, Panic at the Disco, and the okay. I Write Sins Not Tragedies music video where he played a ringmaster in it. I don't know if I've seen that. I chimed in with the "Haven't you people ever heard of that guy?" Anyway, <laughs> you know it. I don't know if you've seen the video, but you know the song. I know you. I would. probably know the song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't want to sing too much of it because copyrights, but um, <laughs> but yeah, you should check that out. It, it was a fun little costume that I got to put together. Yeah, and, I see it. And I made it and actually bought a real top hat, like a real one, you know, oh, not nice. a plastic one. So yeah. I still have it too. I invested in that. It's good at Christmas as well. Um, <laughs> yes. It is. It's you perfect. Can... It's like a Dickensian top hat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So is it Dustin C. Holden, all one word? Okay, I think I'm following it, but I'll check. You probably are. You probably. I want to see all the Halloween costumes. Well, audience, tell us what you uh, thought about this episode, and what did you wear for Halloween in your day? I mean, we might as well, you know, in your day. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite costumes? If you have any pictures, that'd be great. Just post it uh, in response to this posting of uh, wherever social media you find us at. Um, which I can tell you is uh, K's is F M W L Pod basically anywhere <laughs> all the places. anywhere you find anybody on social media you'll probably find them the rewatch recap was brought to you by me dustin holden you can find the show on instagram at the rewatch recap or you can find me on tiktok at dustin underscore holden find me there for my weird ass sense of humor amongst other silly things related to my other show dustin can read and watch Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So make sure you reach out to us. We want to hear from you. I think it'll be awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, Kay. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) And happy post-Halloween, everyone. Yes. Happy Halloween. Bye. (laughs) 